Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. So glad that you are with us. Thank you for dropping by. We're in Matthew 14, and we're talking through the gospel, and we're at a story that you may have heard of, but inside the story, there are some profound questions that bubble to the surface that we need to ask. So let's look at it. In Matthew 14, verse 1, the Bible says this. Now, at that time, Herod the Tetrarch uh, heard about the fame of Jesus. Of course, Jesus was doing miracles, casting out devils. People all over had heard about Jesus, that particular region anyway, had heard about Jesus for sure. And he said to his servants, well, this is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous works are being done through him. Now, John the Baptist was Jesus's cousin who prepared the way uh, for his message. He came preaching repentance, turning from your sin, turning from the old religious system to embrace the new system, Jesus and the gospel that was coming. That's who John the Baptist was. Well, Herod goes on and describes how he had him killed. Check this out. For Herod had seized John and bound him, put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. Herodias was um, his sister-in-law because John had been saying to him, to Herodias' brother Philip, right, or to, to Herod's brother Philip, it is not lawful for you to have her. And though he wanted to put him to death, he feared the people because they held him uh, to be a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced before the company and pleased them. So it was a big birthday, big party, big blowout, a lot of people there. Herodias's daughter, very pretty, came and danced unbelievably provocative, provocatively before the gang, right? So after this happened, it pleased him so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked for. Now, prompted by her mother, she said, give me the head of John the Baptist here on a platter. And now the king was very sorry because of his oaths and his guest, he commanded it to be given. Oh man, he got sucked in by a woman. Can you believe that? So now look at this. Prompted by her mother, she said, give me the head of John the Baptist on a platter. That's very, very important because we'll talk about that in a minute. Now, and the king was sorry, but because of his oaths, he had to do it because his guests heard it. Now he sent and had John beheaded in the prison. And his head was brought on a platter. Think about it, a literal head on a platter and was given to this young girl. And she brought it to her mother. And then his disciples, talking about John's disciples, came and took the body and buried it. And then they went to tell Jesus. What do we learn out of this story? Why does it even matter? Here's, here's the first thing. We kill what we do not agree with. There is a tendency within our culture today that if I don't agree with you, I want you silenced. I want you shut up. I want you off the air. I want you out of my life. I do not want to spend any intellectual, emotional time or emotional time thinking about something that I don't agree with. This is really bad for your life because there are people who are going to speak things into your life that you don't like that you might need to hear. You know, there's a difference between what you like and what you need, what you want and what you have to have to be successful. There are people going to come in around you, in and around you, going to be speaking things that are going to grate on your last nerve. They're going to challenge everything that you think you know. But listen, receive those believers, if, there's, if they're believers, as from the Lord. Because they are speaking things to you that you desperately need to hear that other people won't speak. Look, the easiest thing to do is to be quiet. The easiest thing to do when you see a friend, someone you care about going down a, a bad road, is to just be quiet because there's no conflict. 
But what happens when they get to the end of that road? If the worst is realized, then you who saw it coming have some responsibility for not speaking truth into their life. See, it was wrong for Herod to want his brother's wife. That was a wrong thing. Shouldn't have happened, right? And John said, this is bad. You're not supposed to do this. Well, he didn't like it. So he looked for ways to kill him, but he held back because he was really popular. Now, the second thing is, giving in to pleasure can be pretty painful in the end. Herodias, this young girl, the daughter, well, the daughter of Herodias, danced before Herod and must have done a bang-up job because at the end of it, he gave an oath. And for a king to give an oath, he had to keep it or it would become, his, his reputation would begin to be untrustworthy. And man, you lose all credibility when that happens. So she said, I want the head of John the Baptist. So he had to comply. It was painful because that began to hurt his, his, um, his rule and his reign. That began to really spread the message of John the Baptist, which he didn't want done. And it was harmful to his reputation. Have you given in to pleasure? Has a moment of pleasure robbed you of a principled life of blessing? Ask the Lord to forgive you. Turn your, hey, listen, turn from that way and God will bless you. Now, the third thing is this. Selfishness is gross. I mean, selfishness is just gross. I mean, Herodias wanted John dead, right? So she sends her daughter to dance. It happens. And then says, I want his head on a plate. I want it brought here. So this dead head, bleeding head, is put on a platter, brought into this room, this banquet room, where everybody is. That's just sick. But you know, selfishness will drive you to do unbelievably sick and gross things to other people. Maybe not put their head on a platter. That's a little extreme today, right? Of course it is. But it can drive you to really abuse, neglect, and and damage other people's life. When you're selfish, when you have an ego, when you can't celebrate other people's victories, other people's advancement, then it moves you to a position that you'll begin to do some spiritually gross and detestable things to others. Listen, rise above it. Look at Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Celebrate other people's goodness. Celebrate other people's victories. Honor the Lord. Follow the word. And you know what will happen? <laughs> You'll have unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, help us to honor your word, celebrate other people's uh, victories, and Lord, not to be a selfish person. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, God bless you. And we'll talk again later. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.